blaring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than SwiftCast. Hey, everybody. Hey. Welcome to episode 74 of SwiftCast. Hey. This is Nate. Ashley. Haley. And Steph. And we are very excited today to be talking about the new song that was released by Taylor just last night at midnight, Out of the Woods. Super awesome. I'm so excited that everybody can finally hear this song. Yay! Yay. It's so good. It was also awesome because it actually came out before midnight. So while we were counting down the minutes, all of a sudden it was just there. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we're going to be talking about that on this episode. But first, we have a couple of other things to talk about. First, our giveaway. And we'd like to announce our winner for that. So we had a giveaway going for the past two weeks, which had some awesome merch from Subway for their promotion that they're doing with Taylor. So we are giving away a Subway cup, a $10 Subway gift card that has Taylor on it. And then in addition to those, we threw in a Shake It Off single to make it an awesome giveaway package. So the winner of the giveaway, who we chose randomly, is at Danson, D-A-N-C-I-N, on my own 93 from twitter and you have seven days to contact us from when this episode is released so hopefully you're listening and tweet us and we will follow you so you can dm us your information and we'll mail you your prize and if we don't hear from our winner seven days after this episode comes out we will be choosing a new winner so hopefully she listens and we will keep you guys posted woo congratulations that is actually a pretty cool giveaway. Yeah, and people can keep going to Subway and getting the cups and entering every day for a chance to meet Taylor. I really want to know if anybody has won yet or if they're contacting them all at the end of the month. Yeah, I'm not clear on that either. There's supposed to be a winner of a trip to meet Taylor every single day, and I'm pretty sure if someone from Twitter had won, we would have heard about it. Unless they're sworn to secrecy. <laughs> like so many things in the Taylor <laughs> universe. <laughs> So now we want to move ahead a little bit and talk about Taylor's upcoming schedule. Which is very, very, very busy. Seriously, like I I could not even imagine living my life like this. This is crazy. (laughs) So the first event um, that she will be at is actually this week on the 17th, and she will be featured at the Stand Up to Cancer event in London. So she probably filmed that during her trip to London last week. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So then on the 20th, October 20th, she'll be appearing on the Australian X Factor, and I'm sure that she'll be doing some other promo over in Australia while she's there, so that's definitely exciting. I think Australian fans are really excited about that. And then next, on October 23rd, she is going to be on Jimmy Kimmel Live in LA, and she's performing at that, right? Yes. She is apparently taking up the whole Hollywood Boulevard or something for a big outdoor concert. As soon as I heard about that, I had flashbacks and wanted to start crying thinking about her Speak Now concert on the street. Speak Now, right. Yes. With a bus. That was awesome. I never more wanted to be in California as I did on that day. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're in L.A., definitely... Go camp out now. Go get your spot right now. (laughs) Until next week so you can see her. The following day, on October 24th, Taylor is actually going to be performing at the We Can Survive concert in L.A. And this is a concert to raise awareness for breast cancer survivors. 
and she just did an interview today with Carson Daly about it. She's really excited to be there and support this event. And then the next event she's at is on the 27th of this month. What event is that? If it even needs any introduction at all, uh, the 1989 release. Like, seriously. Um, oh, I as... forgot. Is that when it's being released? <laughs> oh, oh, the 27th. I'm glad we have that. I have said for the past several albums, and I'm going to say again, that I feel like it should be a national holiday. Seriously, it should, it should be. be. Nobody needs to go to work. Like, everyone can have the day off. <laughs> no mail service. I think we should have Memorial Days also. Red Memorial Day, Speak Now Memorial Day. <laughs> Basically the whole month of October off every year for Taylor-related stuff. I totally agree. So also on that day, um, we, she might be doing some other things, but the only thing confirmed for that day so far is an interview on Good Morning America, which she will be in the studio with Robin Roberts for that. Yay! And then later that night, her appearance, her first appearance on The Voice is going to air. So she already filmed that a while ago. But it's the first of three episodes where she's going to appear. So that'll be exciting to tune in for. Exactly. And then the next night on the 28th, she will be reappearing on The Voice. And I imagine we'll be having some other events on that day, too, that have not been confirmed yet. On October 29th, it's just been announced that Taylor will visit The View. We have tickets! Yay! Woo! You guys have tickets. I'm so I'm pretty you jealous. You have a ticket, Nate, if you were coming. I know! I wish I could make it so much. I've never been to a talk show before, so this is like the perfect first experience. Me either. It'll be really interesting. We're going to be having Swift Attacks all day. <laughs> all week. Just saying. All week! The next event she'll be going to is on the 29th, uh, which is the Scholastic Reading event in New York City. And then Taylor threw us for a curveball tonight when she announced that her Good Morning America concert performance is going to be on Thursday, October 30th in New York City. I think everybody was expecting it to be on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, definitely not on a Thursday. It is a bit disappointing. Um, I think a lot of people had plans and now can't quite make them, but... I think these things are really not in her control at all. Right. And then lastly, something that we have so far is on November 3rd, she's going to have another appearance on The Voice. Woo! So all that is in a span of two weeks, by the way, if you guys were wondering. Just, you know. Busy. So our next bit of news, if you guys did not see, Taylor announced on Twitter that every day she is going to be previewing a new lyric from each song on the album. Yay! She's teasing us. She's teasing us. Yep. She's killing us all. <laughs> and I'm guessing she's having a lot of fun creating artistic representations of these lyrics. <laughs> she must be, really. I can't wait to see what she comes up with for these. She said she had a lot of hiking pictures that she had saved up that she was able to use for Out of the Woods. And well, with this one, she's good at drawing. I always knew she was, but I was impressed. <laughs> Well, on this one, if you guys didn't see, um, the lyric reads, It's a new soundtrack. I could dance to this forevermore. That's the first one she released, so. And the picture is a skyline. A skyline. Nate, we're so mad at you that you can't reveal any more lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Just the phrase new soundtrack makes it sound very appropriate for an opening track of the album. And it gets me thinking even as a possible opening track for the concert. 
I was about to say that I I very confidently can say just my speculation. I think it's going to be the opener of the tour. So it's a new stay, Grace. Uh, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, basically. I was just gonna say that even just this one line reminds me of State of Grace and what I've read about the song in the Rolling Stone article where I know there's a song about her moving to New York. She put a New York skyline on this, like kind of putting two and two together here. And I could totally see whatever the song this is being like a State of Grace, big opener kind of song. One that makes you want to get up and dance. Especially because even just from this one lyric, it not only sets the stage for that track, but it kind of defines the whole album this new shift to the genre the rebirth with just with the words new soundtrack yeah you know that's true seems very representative of 1989 just from one little line i don't even know how we're supposed to do anything any of the days leading up to this except just sit there on twitter refreshing until (laughs) she gives us another lyric (laughs) like what are we supposed Uh... to do i can't do anything I think with her newfound love of social media, she's definitely using it to her advantage and is basically torturing us all. (laughs) It is very difficult to figure out where she is at what time. One minute she's on Tumblr, then she's on Instagram, then she's on Twitter. I can't keep up with her. I think my favorite thing that we've gotten from that lately is the best, most popular hashtag, RIP me. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty funny. RIP me. I'm dead. <laughs> it's, I just can't stop using it in every single tweet that I have. But anyway, guys, definitely stay tuned for this week because every single day, like I said, she's, she'll be releasing these lyrics. So uh, make sure you check out her Twitter, if not every second, at least every day. So, <laughs> so on Tumblr today, Taylor actually wrote a note specifically to the UK fans because they were not yet able to get out of the woods in the UK on iTunes. So she said, To all my wonderful UK fans, I realize you were not yet able to get out of the woods due to a new strategy my record label is working on in the UK. I've never been one to hold my music back from any of you, so I'll be watching closely to see if this is a better experience for you, the fans. My good friend Ed Sheeran utilized the same strategy with One in the UK, and he seemed very happy with the feedback from his fans. But ultimately, it's down to you. Let me know. Peace out. From Taylor slash Natalie slash Becky. <laughs> the last part is the most important. This is interesting to me. Is anyone else as excited for this as I am? Like, an EP would be incredible. Does anyone else agree? Yeah, you know, when I read this... But, well, earlier today, I was reading that the UK fans were very upset because they didn't have Out of the Woods yet. And then when Taylor posted this, I realized that what Ed did with One is a few weeks after he released it everywhere, he released it to the UK as an EP, an extended play. And so, based on Taylor's note here, she's using that same strategy. I think it's pretty exciting. Well, I just learned what EP stands for, so thank you. So if she does end up following suit with what Ed did, then it's very exciting news. And we'll be the ones crying because we can't get it here. (laughs) Well, I'll be getting one. (laughs) I will be getting one. Well, whatever Taylor's planning to give them, I hope she does it soon because I'm pretty sure that they're all just lying on the ground sobbing right now. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of, obviously, Out of the Woods, we have... 
a lot of opinions to discuss about this. Really, do we? I think we're in mutual agreement, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I think I meant a lot, of, a lot of emotions. A lot of emotion. There you go. I like that better. Very deep, emotional things going on right now. <laughs> well, I think Nate probably maybe can give us some inside scoop on this. Since he actually got to listen to this song with Taylor Swift, you know? <laughs> I think inside scoop might not be the right word. She basically has come out, uh, it, basically it's all been said, if you guys haven't seen it about the um, the song yet. Taylor's come out and said some things about the song. Uh, Jack Antonoff has come out and said some things about the song. It was basically all covered somewhere. Now I can I can give you guys like a, a rundown anyway. Um, yeah, let's do awesome. it. Can you tell us about your experience listening to this song during the session? During the session? Well, it was so the, the fourth track, obviously. It basically, we were, so we were all dead. Uh, everyone was dead in Taylor's living room, lying <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> anyway, so basically she goes into it. She starts telling us about how um, this song is about a person she was with who she felt like she did not really know where the relationship was going. She felt like... Any day, any week, you know, it, it could just be done. It could just be over with. And, you know, she wouldn't even see it coming. And she said that kind of like fragility in the relationship was what she based the song on. And she said it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. She said, you know, it was still a great experience to have this kind of relationship. But um, that's basically what this song is about. It's about wondering if, you know, you're in the woods one day and whether you're going to be out of the woods the next day. So then she goes on to sing about um, one of the lyrics and some of the events that she's had with the snowmobile accident and uh, getting 20 stitches and just the whole, yeah, just the fragile nature, I guess, of the relationship. So, Did she elaborate on the accident at all? She did not. Uh, she's keeping that pretty close to her chest. So I wonder yeah. if one day she will really like actually come out and, you know, give a full description of it. But In the Rolling Stone article, she said she was also injured. Just right. not as badly. So mm -hmm. that's something I'll probably wonder forever because she'll never tell us, which is fine. I respect that. I think what she said in the article and kind of maybe the point of why she put that reference in there was as she said, I want people to know that there are things that they don't know about. Yeah. Which really is a good way to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's like the only, that's her, her um, curveball basically. That's all she has left. So I kind of feel like. I mean, I'm sure there were other reasons too, but part of the reason why she maybe kept that quiet was because she knows that her fans would have been worried is not even the word. I mean, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. we would have been so upset just knowing that she even got a little bit hurt. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that's a big reason why. And we'll never know, which again is fine. I just am worried even now just knowing it happened and nobody had any idea, you know? Mm-hmm scary stuff um another thing i remember telling us was about the actual like writing experience with jack antonoff they both had collaborated on a couple other songs firstly we already know sweeter than fiction they collaborated with uh, another song that's called you were in love which may or may not be on this album as i am Cannot confirm or deny <laughs> cannot confirm or deny <laughs> but that's what jack antonoff said anyway and so Out of the Woods, that actually was the third song that they wrote. And um, what happened was they, I believe it was Jack who came to Taylor. I think it was Taylor who described the idea. Jack who came back to Taylor with um, some ideas for maybe how the song sounded. And then it was like, 
30 minutes later, she sent back like lyrics and like sound ideas and beats and, and things like that. And just like already recorded it and sent it straight back to them. And I guess they're all they're They were just both very excited at that point to see how this turned out. So, and I think he said it was strange how similar the things that Taylor sent him are to the actual final product. So anyway, ended up turning out great. And we have an awesome song now. Well, so speaking of the sound of it, I have a couple of thoughts. One that I know Taylor has said over and over and the fans who've heard the album have said that it is very sonically cohesive, that all the songs really flow together. But I don't think that Out of the Woods sounds anything like Shake It Off. I agree. I don't even feel like they sound like they're in the same genre, which is fine because Shake It Off was the debut single and they're still... 11 other songs we haven't heard and I'm sure that they do sound more similar but I don't see a similarity in the sound between those two right I agree I would say and I think I'm allowed to say this that this song is one of the most different songs on the album not in a bad way just like in a unique and like perfect like awesome way it's tough to say to put into words, I guess. Well, that's really interesting that Taylor chose this one to release first, especially when, as she said, she doesn't even plan for it to be a single. Right. I had some other songs in mind I thought would be the next released song, even though, you know, like you said, technically it's not a single. Well, it might have to be with how much of rave reviews it's getting now. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about that, too. With I Knew You Were Trouble, it was released as a promo single. And then later released as an official single. So it's definitely Mm -hmm. possible. But I don't know whether she will. I feel that, like, given the relationship that this song is rumored about, Mm -hmm. can cause a lot of reactions from people and the media. I don't know that she will want to. Right. Mm -hmm. I remember this part now that you say that. I think I can say this about the song. Taylor said that this song was one of the top three most important songs of hers on the album. If she had to pick three songs on the album to basically let people know what it was about, Out of the Woods was one of them. Oh, yeah. Well, and when she was abroad last week, she was in Paris, and a caller asked her if she had to pick a favorite, which would it be? And she selected this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go, right there. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe it could be a single... Because if you think back to when she was releasing Red, she always brought up I Knew You Were Trouble as one of her favorites. Mm-hmm. I just had a very funny picture in my head of this being performed on tour and there being all sorts of like jungle scenery. Just just like trees <laughs> that they wheel out like on these huge, <laughs> literally steps out of the woods. Yeah, well, I feel like the beat of the song kind of reminds me of like tribal sounds almost. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agree. And I think that was her purpose. I definitely wasn't expecting the sound of it. Mm-hmm. No. The way that it was, at right? All. With the mm-hmm. little bits that we knew, I was expecting a much more mellow song. Me too. I was like really almost kind of saddish more than it is. Mm-hmm. But I definitely did not expect this, which I like. I like that it wasn't what I expected. I agree. Yeah. I feel like when you try to think about what pop sounds like, you would never even come up with the sound. No, exactly, yeah. I don't feel like there's been anything by any artist that you can even compare to it at all. And you know what's really cool about that is I was reading an article earlier about how 
Taylor's not the kind of artist who needs to look at what other people are doing, even if she's moving to a genre that she hasn't mm -hmm. been fully in throughout her career, because she just kind of sets her own tune and does what she right. feels is right. And really sets the trend for everybody else to follow. And I've said this for so many years, but Taylor is like her own genre. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's why defining her as a genre is just kind of not really relevant because she just does what she feels is right and it always is really it always works she may as well have just told us she's moving to the taylor swift genre instead of the pop genre <laughs> <laughs> i think the grammys this year will have one a category of just taylor swift <laughs> see on that note i think maybe that's why she chose the song because even though it's defined as a pop album she's still showcasing one of the most important songs to her that really kind of almost redefine the genre like this crazy 80s modern pop mix beat it's awesome and on top of that you know just the lyrics themselves so it really uh, helps prevent the stigma that pop is a mindless you know uh, step down maybe for her exactly and i was reading this other really great article today where the title of it is taylor swift has not changed and the author just explains how Here's just a quick quote from it. The mix of specific details and more generic metamorphical material is classic Taylor. And they said, really, if you look the whole way back to Tim McGraw, it's still, she's telling a story and that's what she does. And that's what makes her so great. Mm -hmm. And she's showing that even in pop music, you can do that. And I remember if Jack said, and we talked about it a few episodes ago, that the lyrics of the song half of them sound like pages of a diary and then half of them sound like lyrics you should be screaming out in a stadium and i think that couldn't have been more accurate yeah and speaking of jack he did such a great job on this song i kind of wonder if maybe the bleachers will be an opener or something for tour imagine him on this song on tour I've never really paid that much attention to him. I've known, obviously, that Taylor was a fan of his and that they worked together before, you know, for Sweeter Than Fiction. But yeah, I really feel like he's an artist to watch. Yeah, and he's so busy with Fun and the Bleachers. So is Fun still doing things? Yeah, they pretty much just both have their own kind of separate projects and they still do Fun. So I don't know if it's possible, but I would love to have Fun as an opener. I think maybe they're too big to be an opener. But a lot of the reviews that have been coming in today for the song have really praised his backing vocals in this song. And so I think it would be cool to see them doing it live. I had this thought a few weeks ago that I think I tweeted, and I want to say it again now because I'm still hoping it'll come true. I was thinking that maybe the reason why Taylor never has performed Sweeter Than Fiction literally anywhere was because she was saving it to perform on this tour because she knew the sound would go more with this album. Hmm. And you know what's funny? I actually watched One Chance over the weekend. It's free on Yahoo, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, until November 10th. And... First of all, after you watch the movie, the song is just absolute perfection. But I listened to it during the end credits, and then I went to shake it off, and I was like, wow, that's amazing. These two really are <laughs> similar. And so I'm with Ashley here. I really would love to see that song live on this tour. Hopefully, finally. I think it's going to happen. I really do. I was shocked she didn't play it in any of the later legs of the Red Tours on the B stage or anything, but I think she was saving it. 
And I think that Jack Antonoff is going to come as a special guest if not actually be on the tour. Now that you just said that, it reminded me of something that Scott Swift said at Taylor's house. Oh, just casual conversations with Scott at Taylor's just, house. Just casual, <laughs> you know. It's just like, oh, hey, Scott. He's like, oh, hey, Nate. How's it going? <laughs> and he, he was saying things that he was like, and I really shouldn't be telling you guys this, but... And he would, you know, go on and, and say some things. But this one, a, a girl asked, and she goes, as far as Taylor's next tour, do you think she is still going to be doing B-stage performances or secret songs? And he, and he was kind of confused, actually, when when they said secret songs. He goes, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> We're like... Duh, Scott, the secret songs that everybody looks forward to every single show. Um, and or like the B stage performances, the the variety songs. He goes, Oh, absolutely, she's going to be doing that. Ooh. He said, I don't think she will ever stop doing that. She said it's a thing that Taylor finds to be not only the best part of her night, but a challenging part of the night. He said there there have been times when he knows that Taylor didn't even rehearse the song at all and just went out there and, and played it that night. So he was probably like, what? I thought our song was just in the set list every night. Our song? <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes me very excited. I'm glad you shared that with us, Nate. Yeah, I'm glad I remember that. Because after seeing her perform Riptide in a live lounge last week. Woo. Oh my gosh, that song was just incredible. And Seriously, I love all of her covers more than the actual songs. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah, every single I one. I almost feel like it's a put down to the original artist. Sometimes it is. (laughs) But after seeing that, I was kind of thinking, what if there isn't a B-stage part to this tour? I would really miss it. I think there has to be, because she just has such a huge archive of songs that can't make it into the tour. I just think there has to be. So, Nate, can you tell us Mm -hmm. what it was like watching Taylor while you listened to the song? Yeah, that's like my favorite part about it. On all of the songs, you know, she was kind of dancing along and lip syncing and, you know, just like dancing in a chair and stuff like that. And uh, she would, especially like out of the woods, she would throw her arms in there and she'd be like out of the woods, you know, she, which was really cool. I, you know, she, she really like put a lot of energy into, you can see just like in her facial features and her body movements, which parts that she was really into and found more energetic than other parts of the song, I guess. And especially for some of them, it was cool because she was kind of giving us little, almost like spoilers. One song, she happens to go confetti. Uh, during part of it (laughs) so our speculation is that one of the songs yeah there's obviously gonna be a confetti release but she has plans already for the tour basically i heard someone say that someone who was at a session that she was making paper airplane like hand movements (laughs) i did not notice that though then again she's making like sometimes she would make strange movements and it's just kind of like what was that you know (laughs) (laughs) so did she throw her arms up in the air for the last out of the woods oh yeah she did yeah she's just like out of the woods you know like an exclamation almost with her hands see even though we're obviously going to be watching taylor perform the song i'm picturing taylor in a crowd dancing to this song (laughs) i feel like she'll be so wanting to rock out to it that she'll just be going crazy that'd be cool you know what she needs to bring back is just freelance walking through the crowd at one of the shows she needs to keep doing that for her for the next tour So that she can't do these dance moves. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess the question is, do we think she's going to release another song next Monday? Because that's the last Monday before, I almost said Red, 1989 comes out. (laughs) 
Well, actually, while we've been recording, it was just announced that Taylor is going to be on Good Morning America tomorrow morning. So by the time you hear this episode, she'll, it will have already happened. But I think she probably will announce that she's going to continue releasing at least one more preview next Monday. Can someone please send a memo to GMA not to talk during it this time? <laughs> that was very frustrating. That was pretty funny. Like Jill and I watched the video and, and we're like, oh, that was it. Or like, we could barely hear the song. <laughs> They're like, you're hearing it for the first time. I'm like, no, we're not hearing it because you're talking. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, the weather down in Houston is it's like, <laughs> quiet down. Jeez. It was incredibly frustrating. We're not here for you, GMA. <laughs> we're not here for you. <laughs> Well, Out of the Woods has been getting rave reviews from everywhere. Billboard gave it four and a half stars out of five. It is number one in over 68 countries right now. And we're very happy that it's completely blowing everything out of the mm -hmm. water. It immediately went to number four on iTunes by 12.11. So 11 minutes after it was officially released. And then it quickly overtook Shake It Off. So it's been number one. Shake It Off is number two. And if Taylor releases another song next week, she's just going to overtake all of she iTunes. She got the top three spots, yeah. <laughs> and she surely will overtake all of iTunes the following week. <laughs> I remember that she did that for Red. Exactly, and there's nothing better than seeing that. That's crazy. Just complete domination of iTunes is great. Nate, do you have a guess? I know you can't say, but do you have a guess in your mind about what song she might release next week? Yeah, I meant to say that earlier, actually. Like, when you listen to the album, you kind of get a feel for which songs you think are going to be the singles for the album. But, like, this one was, was kind of out of left field. Like, I love this song. I thought it was awesome. And I knew it would be a hit if it was ever released. But it was not one, I guess, that I would have thought right away might have been released beforehand. Even still, though, I do have a song in mind. And I hope it's the one I'm thinking of because it's very catchy and, like, very good. Like, you, you would not even expect it. Well, we'll have to ask you next week if it was the one that you thought. Please do, yeah. And I can't wait until the album is out and we can hear your rundown on every single song. <laughs> I'll do the best I can. There's so much to remember. After listening to this song, like I hope for you guys that it kind of gives you enough of a preview to understand what I'm talking about when I say that um, just because it's a pop album, this album is going to be epic. It's just awesome, seriously. I mean, my doubts were already gone just from what people have been saying the past few weeks, but after hearing Out of the Woods, yeah, I have no concerns at all. Yeah, and I had a question just for you, Nate. Was Out of the Woods your favorite, or where would you rank it? Where would I rank it? I Oh, oof, Steph. I know. <laughs> I'm giving you the tough questions here. This one's a tough one. Uh, very tough. Um, was it my favorite? Um, Saying it's not my favorite almost makes it sound like I don't like the song, which is absolutely not true. Was it, uh, oof, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to ask you is... There are equally awesome but different songs yet to come, which I am so excited for. That's probably the best I can, I can say. Okay. Yeah, it flows very well, and it's, uh, like everybody has been saying, sonically cohesive. So it's really this very cool like ebb and flow kind of album. So it's it's very cool. Did you ever think that you would be one of the few people sitting here saying you no. heard the album first? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so crazy. I was, I was thinking about it. I'm like, 
this must be what Taylor feels like, obviously on a much grander scale for her, but when you have already heard the music and then you see everybody and, and just their reaction and the positive response. And it's really very cool to see it from that perspective. It's yeah, it's so much more interesting for Taylor. Obviously it has to be on a, you know, million times magnified scale, like, but still it's nice to, now yeah, you get know a taste what it feels that, like so. to be Taylor Swift. To be Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe she like would have kept any of this secret for like eight months, basically. So it's it's just mind blowing to think about. I can't even for like, you know, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I completely loved Out of the Woods. I can't even explain what I felt when I listened to it. There were points when my jaw dropped because the lyrics just hit me so hard. And even today, as I was listening to it, I get goosebumps at certain points of the song because they just really hit home for me. So I'm really, really excited to see what else is going to be in store for us. That made me think of that quote Taylor tweeted at the end of the very last show of the Red Tour. There are far, far better things ahead than any we leave behind. She was right so far. <laughs> That's definitely. what I keep thinking. Everything she puts <laughs> out for this era so far has exceeded my wildest dreams. It's interesting you say that too, because today she released this interview that she did with the Grammys, and she said how she loves it when people tell her Red was their favorite album, but she wants this new album not necessarily to exceed Red as their favorite, but just to mean as much to them as Red did, but to be different. I absolutely know it will. It definitely will. I have no question about it. Well, we'd love to hear what you guys think. Obviously, you're all dead. We know that. <laughs> but tweet us. Tell us your opinion. We always love hearing from you. You can tweet us at SwiftCast13, or you can email us at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com, or go on our website, and all of our contact methods are on there, too. So tell us what you think. We'll talk about it on the next episode. Hopefully have another awesome song to talk about next week. And coming in a few days, we have an episode that we recorded a couple of weeks ago, actually, with one of the people from the Nashville Secret Session. So that'll be a cool episode, too. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to episode 74 of SwiftCast. I don't know about you, but I thought it was a great episode, great discussion about the song. So excited to see what is next. I don't know what I'm going to do because I think I'm still going to have Out of the Woods on repeat. So My repeat button is probably going to break from playing it so much. It'll just be stuck on that forever. Hopefully. <laughs> so uh, for episode 74, this has been Nate. Ashley. Haley. And Steph. See you next week, guys. Bye. 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 Peace out, Swift Scouts. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney Ann Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.